Welcome to Civil Discourse. I'm Marilyn Brown. And I'm Jamie Wojciechowski. And we are back. And today we're doing an update. It's been a little bit since we've been with you guys and we're so happy to be back. And so we just kind of wanted to update you on what we've been up to, what's been going on in our lives, how our 2019 is going so far. So how you doing, Jamie? I'm doing well. I am very busy. Uh, we're actually trying a new format this year where we're doing multiple of these podcasts in one s- session yes. um, because we've just been so inconsistent because we're both so busy. I just finished uh, production on a film that I'm acting in and wrote and producing, which is good. Um, and I'm recording an EP this year, so we've been ramping up for that to start. Uh, we start recording the second week of February, so cool. exciting. Yeah, what about you? Exciting. I have been busy this year as well. My holiday season was a little slow, and then January, it just kind of hit the ground running, and I'm currently working on doing a little rebrand, so part of my brand has been Mindfully She, and I haven't really... Um, known exactly what I wanted that to be and so just in this last year really trying to pull all the pieces of what I do together in a way that makes sense I bought my name domain so I now have marylandjulia.com and I'm going to be um, having my therapy site underneath that and then I'm also adding energy healing services to my therapy um, practice which is really exciting Um, initially when I got when I, I did my Reiki level two um, early last year. And so I've been practicing and doing Reiki healing. I just completed my Reiki master last week. So I'm super excited. Yeah. So I'm super excited about that. And I also completed my crystal healer certification last week as well. And so as a therapist, I'm really excited because I'm able to actually bring that work into the work that I do with my clients and do all of that under my a mindful way counseling umbrella. And so, um, so that's what I've been working on. So I've been doing like web redesign and like creating flyers and kind of just getting things together um, so that I can launch those services. And then in addition to that, um, I started a sister's healing circle, a circle group for black women in the LA community last summer, and it's been going well. But I'm really excited. I've been running it out of my office, but I'm excited because in the next month or two, I actually have been able to secure some space in the community. And so I'm actually going to be expanding that group. It's going to be larger. I was able to secure free space in the community, which is super exciting. Um, And so I'm going to be expanding the circle and doing like it's going to turn into a healing circle, but then also like a monthly workshop. And so I'm going to bring in different practitioners to do um nutrition workshops, yoga, um, I'll do some crystal healing training, different things. And so I'm really excited to be able to do that and do that in the community. So that's all happening. And then I'm also starting an online community, an online component to that community. So there's kind of a lot going on with my business, but I'm excited because I probably like towards the end of last year was feeling a little stagnant and kind of like uninspired, but disjointed. I felt scattered. I felt like everything was like all over the place and there were these different parts of myself kind of just that didn't make sense but I'm really pulling everything together this year and so I'm excited about that and also writing a lot so and I can't really talk a ton about the writing projects but they're exciting yeah Yeah. do you find that because so much of it of what you're doing is rooted in various mindfulness practices that it's helping you stay mindful even though you're so busy all the time yes so much a thousand percent I think that 
because so much of what I'm doing, it, it, it's just constantly a reminder. It's like each practice as I'm creating this, I, I have to be mindful to figure out what's going to work. I really have to tune into my own intuition and I really have to spend a lot of time even meditating and deeper into my mindfulness to kind of figure out what this was. But all of the pieces of my work that I do, I've been able to bring mindfulness and into it. And I mean, to the to the point where like when I go into into my office, I open up uh, a, a healing circle before I start with any of my clients. And so it's really been great. I think like it, it, I can tell that what I'm doing is really in alignment with where I'm supposed to be because I feel like what I do really heals me as well. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I love that part of it. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting because the vast majority of what's been keeping me so busy isn't anything related to mindfulness. Um, yeah. But with the, with the producing my film and the recording the album, I've also been getting, just a ton of opportunity this year to stunt coordinate. Um, and mm-hmm. it's interesting because it's not something I've ever tried to pursue. Um, I kind of just did it as a thing I always enjoyed doing. Right. Um, and then jobs kind of just started coming in the more people I met, but I've never tried to pursue it. So this is the first year that uh, I'm kind of, I think, more active in trying to get work but something interesting happened where i was working uh with uh some actors on a fight and one of them made a comment about how they liked how uh mindful uh they thought my process was um and it was just so interesting because i've been i think for me it's been a struggle and i've been trying my best to kind of keep my mindfulness practice going but i've felt very distant from it mm-hmm. um so it was just an interesting reminder from someone that even though i was feeling distant it kind of seeps into everything i do yeah. um which was just very it's a very nice kind of warm moment for me <laughs> that is that is yeah definitely do you do you find that with stunt coordination that like I can imagine that you do bring your, your mindfulness tools into it. Like, I wonder what tools of mindfulness you feel like you kind of naturally used in that, in that process of coordinating stunts. Like, how do you I think? Up? Yeah, I think it's interesting because I've never really thought about it hmm. like this. Um, but I think the reason I was drawn to it uh, was because it has kind of this built in mindfulness structure. Um, and even a lot of, uh, you go to Zen practice, um, a keto practice, which is very much based in Zen meditation, yeah. and they use weapons training as a way to cultivate mindfulness. And I think the the biggest difference for me between kind of stunt violence and fighting versus actual violence is fighting is when you're actually being violent and fighting someone, it's two opposing sides going at each other. But to be able to accomplish that in the stunt world in a way that's fake but creates a story it's a hundred percent about being able to work in unison with your partner with your partners um so it's almost like uh a dance in a way where you're really reacting and acting based on the the energy and what other people are giving you and if that if there's a disconnect there um, that's when things start to one become dangerous and to not 
look good on stage or on film. Um, yeah. Right. So it's really like an, an energetic kind of give and take and you have to be mindful and pay attention to like what's, what that process is like. And yeah, that's, that's really interesting to me. That's so cool yeah. that you're doing that. And I find that a lot of times the things that we don't actually seek out, but just kind of like naturally fall into can sometimes be like the things that are like a really good intersection of the skills and, and just kind of who we are, but that we maybe would have missed because like, we're not looking at ourselves in that way. Right. Yeah. And I think a lot of people too, it's about uh, being open, right? Because I know a lot of people who in the same situation would have turned down a lot of great opportunities because that wasn't their focus or they didn't want to actively pursue that. So they would shut it down. Right. Um, as or opposed fear to of, you know, failure, fear of, you know, this isn't, can I do this? Can I show up for this imposter syndrome kind of thinking mm -hmm. to really yeah, cause yeah. someone to just be unwilling and just kind of say no. And yeah, I think you're right. That openness and that like willing, willing hands kind of posture in life really, mm -hmm you know, creates these, these opportunities. Yeah, and it's interesting that you bring up the kind of insecurity of it because uh, I feel that a lot in that as an, <laughs> as an actor, um, because I kind of label myself as an actor and that's where I put most of my energy and kind of see myself. Uh, I'm pretty confident. I get a job and I think, oh, I can do this. Like there's insecurities that go along with it and nerves, of course, but for the most part, um, I feel very capable. Um, and when the stunt stuff happened, and even to through now, uh, there's still a lot of, well, I'm not actually qualified to do this, um, mm -hmm. even though I am. I just don't feel like I am because I've never s looked at it from the perspective of this is part of my career. Right, right. Yeah, that framework really does change a lot of things. I think that that really is, you know, a reflection of why I feel very confident, like starting a group, which is basically what I did over the summer, because I've been a therapist for a long time. This is what I've trained for. This is what I've been doing. And I actually miss running groups versus what actually really has been kind of pulling me what my intuition has been pulling me to do, which is more to like create a community, um, a community space, kind of create community and, and create an online community of support. And that's something that like, I don't feel like I know how to do, you know, I've never seen myself as a community organizer or, or, or an activist or somebody that really can, you know, can kind of create change in that setting. And so even though that, that, that's what I feel like my intuition is pulling me towards, mm -hmm. I, there's resistance because I'm like, well, no, can I just keep this group going and just create this nice safe space of, you know, 10, 10 black women who are supporting each other, but realizing, but no, this is actually supposed to go somewhere else and having to give myself permission to like be guided and like challenge the fear when it comes up or, or just look at it and keep going anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah, See yeah. the fear, like recognize that it's there and just kind of keep moving. But that's kind of been, my experience. And then I'm realizing, well, yeah, I didn't, I haven't trained for this. This isn't something that I've really ever seen myself doing. Um, even though this is where I, this is what I, a big part of me wants to do. So yeah, it's, it's interesting how we, we doubt ourselves when, when, you know, we haven't looked at ourselves in that context before. Right. There's right. actually, I wonder if I have it here, a quote, this reminds me of, um, 
Ah, it says, one is not afraid of the unknown. One is afraid of the known coming to the end. Woo! If and that's, that's not the very... truth. <laughs> oh, sure. That's true, yeah. Even if the known is uncomfortable and we're like, I don't, I want bigger than this known. I want more than this known. I want, you know, even though we oftentimes want more than what we know, there's still mm-hmm. so much fear related to actually taking that leap. Yeah, it's yep. ex- I think it's the the expectation, right? When it's known, we know what to expect. When it's unknown, even if we want it, there's a fear because we don't know what what is going to happen. Um, right. And I think... We have our, yeah. Our, our... Yeah, go ahead. No, I just think we live in a culture that really... It, it's interesting because it, we're so focused on success, but at the same time, we're so taught to play it safe and to we never learn really how to be comfortable with being uncomfortable um which is just fascinating to me yeah yeah it's such an interesting way that we've kind of grown accustomed to to functioning and i think that it really it I don't know that this is like by design at all. And I don't know that there was like some nefarious, like, you know, decision that was made a long time ago. But I do think that like that conditioning keeps so many people so small and it keeps, I feel like it keeps the imbalance. So extreme, you know, it's kind of like this, this, like we're all kind of taught this lie that like, really your dreams aren't actually possible. You really just need to like continue to do the status quo, like maybe take a couple of chances, but don't like step too far out of the box. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's just, it's interesting to me to kind of think about that. Like, I I don't know, like, where did that come from? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I think it's actually, it's what's fascinating to me is the duality of it in our culture. Cause Mm -hmm. I feel like we are told constantly about kind of the the capitalist like innovations and taking risks to to succeed and that's how you advance society but that at the same time we're taught to blend in and not rock the boat and all these things and they kind of counter the the messages we're getting counter um and i don't know i i mean my instinct says it it stems just from uh our power structure Mm -hmm. in that those in power want us to flourish, but also want to maintain power. Um, so then you get those varied uh, messages because to have the wealth and the, the innovation that kind of has defined us, you need people willing to take those risks. But at the same time, every time someone does that, it, it threatens the power structure that exists. So then there's a weird kind of, pushback and and counter narrative and just makes everyone very confused. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) To that duality of like humans in general, you know, it's kind of that, that constant conflict. Like we want, you know, it's like that, that, that ego versus spirit kind of, kind of war that's going on, whether it's with the power structure of like, we want us to flourish, but not, not too much to threaten me. So yeah, I think it speaks to just kind of that struggle altogether. Hmm. Do we have any, I mean, this is going to be a short one, but I think we've touched on some nice things, especially to lead into uh, our next topic. Um, 
in the next podcast, which is kind of on attachment and love um, and how those relate or don't relate. Um, So that's what we'll be talking about next week. Yes, we'll see you guys next week. Do we have homework? I mean, we can... you know what? Um, I feel like I would like to check in with people. I know I use this term really briefly, but I wonder if people are familiar with the term imposter syndrome because I think that's a little bit of what we touched on. Are you familiar with the term imposter syndrome? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I, I wonder if that's something that people have notice come up in their own lives just when they're in their confidence in certain areas and it can come up in big things work related and it can come up in these little um areas of just like you know insecurity around um taking a different route or doing something different in your life so i'm just kind of curious about what people's experience has been with imposter syndrome yeah or on the other side of that it's interesting because the opposite of that to me is the Zen concept of beginner's mind Um, and kind of one of the biggest things in, in Zen practice that I think uh, people in the West kind of struggle with um, Mm -hmm. is, uh, is feeling, I don't even know what the word is because content's not the word, but embracing the idea of being a beginner and seeing everything kind of through fresh eyes as opposed to our desire to be masters of everything. Um, yeah, so it kind of counters that because when you're not comfortable with beginner's mind, you end up sabotaging yourself and, and, and wanting, feeling like you're not good enough all the time or not ready. Um, so, right. yeah, kind of, yeah, so... Beyond that versus imposter syndrome kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And kind of where you are on the the journey. That's kind of what, what I'm interested in. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Cool. Well have a wonderful week, everybody. And we will be back next week. See you guys next week.